You want me to do the talkie credit bit? We can do the talkie credit bit. Do the talkie credit bit. Big, like, announcing voice thing. Tan tan ha! Announcement, first of all. Credit where it's due. We are using music on this podcast. It's uh, because we're cheap. We've used... <laughs> Speak for yourself. We've, we've used freely available royalty-free music under the Creative Commons Attribution Licence. Um, which means we need to credit people who made it, which we would do anyway because we're, we're, we're nice like that. Um, so the opening music you'll hear is uh, a track called Ancient Whispers by PC3, that's P-C-I-I-I, from the album Ad Astra Volume 1, which is available at freemusicarchive.org. Uh, the closing music from the same site is Round 2, The Ancients by Learning Music. Go check them out, they're rather cool. Um, and the campfire ambience that you'll hear throughout, if you listen, and do listen, because, you know, we assembled it and stuff. Uh, you, we did. You assembled it. We assembled it. We did. Using uh, mixed up samples and such as found on <laughs> ambientmixer.com. That's ambient-mixer.com, uh, which is great fun. Go and have a go at that as well. And without further ado, yeah, carry on. Is that it? That's it. That wasn't so bad. No. No. episodes we're only yeah we're only well we're, i mean technically speaking this is only like the first part of the second episode so technically you've only done it one episode really have i yeah that's why i keep can't remember it then yeah probably. okay so welcome to episode two of frithcast hello um, hello hello to you two i'm suzanne i'm kate um we are currently definitely sat around a virtual campfire yeah um, which you can hear in the background if you listen <laughs> There it is. There you go. So, there's trees and fire and all that kind of stuff. We sort of had a think after we'd done our introductory one, and mm-hmm. we thought maybe the first, the very, very first thing to start with is in episode one. Mm-hmm. I sat there and introduced myself, and I said, I'm a heathen. Okay. And that was riotous silence, which is all good because it's cool. You don't know that. There could mm. have been like ticker tape parades and stuff. On the on the on out there in internet land. Could there? Yeah. That's a nice thought. Mm. Okay. So, what I said was in the first episode was I'm a heathen. Mm-hmm. Um, thankfully, I didn't get a blank look from you, which is nice because you know married five years and all that thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Kind of got the, got got kind of got to grips with that. But we're also kind of aware that you know certain people might be very very new to what we're talking about or um, might be very familiar with what we're talking about so um what i probably should have put into episode one but we were laughing too much is the fact that my understanding of heathenry is very personal to me and everybody else's understanding of heathenry and faith in general is 
very personal to them as well. Hmm. So the things I say um, may not be representative. <clears throat> sorry to interrupt. So we're, mm-hmm. we're going to go into a little bit what heathenry is and, and, and so on. Yeah, so. a little bit of toe-dabbling heathenry stuff. Yeah. yeah, just nice and steady and basic to start with. Okay. Just so that if you are new to the faith, if you are... If you have no idea, mm-hmm. which is, you know, equally valid and also possible. Yeah, it's where I started off. It's all good. And we can just take it in nice, steady steps. Oh. And that way, folks get half a chance of... How are you putting your coaster on the floor? So the coffee can go on it. Okay. Because otherwise I'm going to keep putting the coffee down and you're going to keep getting a click on the thing. No, that, that's fine. They, 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 they dealt with your lumpy coffee yesterday. That's it's true. All good. They you, know, you can pick the coffee up, it's fine. You mean last week when we did the last... last uh, yes, definitely last week. Yeah, not, when did we not, do the last not one? Not yesterday at all. Not yesterday. Okay, so... There we go. Right. Where was I? Yes. Heathenry. Sorry, yes. Heathenry. Basics of heathenry. Mm-hmm. So, I figure for the first discussion or two, we'll look at the very basics. Okay. Um, some of it well, all of it will be my personal opinion. Mm-hmm. It might be my personal experiences. It might be, um, instead of verifiable, facted, historical or archaeological information, something that they call UPG, okay. which is personal gnosis, personal experience and values such as... UPG? <clears throat> UPG. Unverified. I was going to go with unidentified flying and then it didn't work because there was no flying and it's not unidentified. And, you know, even the wild hunt goes by air traffic control and it's just, you kind of need it in there. Really? Unverified personal notes. Thank you. Okay. That's, that's what I was talking about. Not... So this is, this is essentially uh, information um, that has come to you through... Um, personal experience. Personal experience or, can I say, mystical sort of channels. You can. That is one word for it. Um, okay. It might come through in, in in dreams, in visions. It might arrive in the fact that you read something and you get a little flash of inspiration and this sort of understanding. Well, let's just say they're not subtle with their understandings. They tend to just thwack you upside the head and say, get on with it. Or they do in my personal experience. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> Which we're probably going to end up talking about at some point. So... The things that we talk about in here, if it's verifiable knowledge, we'll try and put a link into the descriptions Mm -hmm. so that folks can go look for it. If it's personal knowledge that I've gained along the way, I will try and make sure that that's very, very clear so that folks aren't scrabbling around the academia books trying to figure out where on earth I've heard this particular piece of information. So I will do my best along the way to try and separate the two. Okay. Okay, in that case, for the sake of clarity, Wild Hunt does not need to use air traffic control. Right. Just, you know, fair play. Just for the benefit of the, the listener, um, the... Um, hi, hope you're doing mm-hmm. all right. Um, I, should, I should point out, and obviously we mentioned it last time, I'm just going to clarify it again. I am not a heathen myself, so I'm here as... Uh, I'm, I'm basically here to... To, to learn and to, to go over some of these these things with you, but I am the the word I generally tend to use is is druid because it's closest I think to a label that sort of describes the way I see things. Uh, so I do have some sort of understanding of, of what I would consider a pagan way of looking at things, which is not necessarily the same perspective. 
But if I sort of throw things in as, you know, <coughs> while I'm trying to understand something you're saying to me, if I throw in sort of how I understand something from my perspective, obviously we can look at how these things differ a little bit. I mean, obviously I'm, I'm familiar with the concept of the wild hunt. Yes. For example. Maybe in a little bit of a different form. Yeah, perhaps But so. it's, it's still all there and you really don't want to get in the way. Yeah. Um, for me, it's very important that uh, any religion, any faith doesn't become too joyless, too humorless. Yes. And, and I think while there is obviously a, a, a place for taking these things seriously with the gravi gravity that they are due, yes. there is also, you know, these are, the, these are the, the kind of the life within us and the life around us and so forth. And, and, and I think levity and humour is a big part of that. Yes. So, so on that, I will tell a joke before I can do this. Please do. Thank you. The mighty Thor, he goes to the All-Father on his high seat and says, All-Father, mightiest of us all, dost thou playest Pokemon Go? And the All-Father saith, Nay, son, I do not. I already have a all. That is awful. What do you mean that's awful? That is awful. Oh, come on. That was my best one. It was, it's a good one. I've been saving that up for weeks. It's a good one. I like it. <sighs> I already have a all. Oh, now she gets it. I got it to start with. <laughs> you're gonna have to explain it to the listener, though. No, I'm not. <laughs> no, you're not. No, because no, never mind. Um, okay. Good. So good. Carrying on. <laughs> um, just putting my coffee down. Sorry about that. It's fine. Has it got lunch lumps in this time? No, we are lump lumpless. Lumpless. By the this is Good. It's an improvement. It is an improvement because last night's was trying to crawl out the cup on its own. It was. It was it not was a good a, coffee. It was having a good go. It was like one of them. Uh, oh, <laughs> what do you call them? Boglins. Bo Boglins. Mm. Yeah. No. Um. <laughs> I was thinking of a Bose Einstein condensate. Uh, I'm just going to go with Boglin. It's easier to Boglin spell. Boglin is, is, is easier. Yeah. I'm <laughs> Bose. What? No. Never mind. Actually, fine. Either okay. Heathery. Coming back to, Bring it on back to Heathery. All right, then Heathery. Right. Okay, Heathery. so... <clears throat> my dear. Oh, sorry. Something crackled. Probably wrapping paper. Wait, I have antlers. Yes. If I'm going to be a deer, that means I can open my own cans and everything. From a distance? Yeah. Just That'd be a... awesome. Revolving doors are going to be a problem, though. Just take a run up at the beans and there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Moo! <laughs> sound a DMX. Well, I don't know. I've never heard a deer making a sound. They've, I've, I've only ever, I've only ever seen them in the, in the morning mist, off majestically on the on the thing of the hill with the antlers and the near the know, motorway. Near the motorway. Yeah. Okay. All right. Heathenry. Heathenry. Yes. yes. No. Um. Hang on. Uh. I was going to say something and then I sat on the wrapping paper. <laughs> But there was, def there was a definite thing. Um, uh, what did you said? Basics of heathenry. Basics of heathenry, yes. yes. Come on back. So, yes. We're only 13 minutes in, we'll be fine. I remember. Yes. I said, my dear. Yes, my dear. you did. With the antlers and the can openers and the motorway, yes. Oh. I, I have been married to you. You have. For five years. Yes. What I am, uh, what I was thinking, obviously when we first met and um, we uh, <clears throat> did speak a little about our respective kind of belief systems and, 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 and so on. I'm going to take you <clears throat> all the way back to those days Oof. and I'm going to ask you to... Are you sure? Yeah. I had a really bad haircut. 
I thought it was lovely. Okay. Don't forget I mentioned it. Okay. It's fine. Carry on. I'm going to take days. you all the way back to those days. We had raw turnip that night too. No, sorry. And uh, I'm going to ask you to... Wait, to... wait, wait. I know this one. And I sit on Nathaniel. Yes. Yes. In our house, Nathaniel sits on a spike. Two chairs would be an extravagance. <laughs> okay. All right. Basics of heathenry. I'm going to take you back to those days when Please we first do. started to Regress. discuss these things. And I'm going to ask you to basically summarise <clears throat> what you you refer to yourself as a heathen. Yes. What does that actually mean? For me, that means personally held belief in Northern European what they call Northern European paganism. Okay. It can also be known as a Sartre. It can also be known as... Some people may prefer the term Odinist. Mm-hmm. Some people may prefer the term Fawn said. Okay. Um, so it's got lots of different names. So <clears throat> Odinist, makes... Odinist tells me that it's, <clears throat> it's related to the... What I would call the Norse gods. So we're talking Odin, yep. Thor... Odin, Thor... Uh, Freya, Freya, and so on. Frigga, mm-hmm. Eden, Balder, Heimdall. Heimdall, very good. Yeah. I'm impressed. Yes, Heimdall with the golden teeth and the seeing of the hair growing on a sheep. I knew that was going somewhere, and I can't remember where it was going, but never mind. Well, I think we, I think we mentioned last time <coughs> that I, I suffer from an unfortunate affliction in that my brain immediately supplies me with certain faces. Whenever you mention these yes, names, yeah. um, which we will obviously, we, we we do obviously have to have a laugh at because to me Heimdall is Idris Elba in my head. It's not a bad image it's to have. Not a bad image. Bless his little cottons. He's well. Anyway, moving on. Thank you. Um, Keeping it clean. Indeed. PG thirteen, family friendly. Yeah, whatever. Oh. So, for me, it's a belief in those Norse gods. Mm-hmm. I have ones that I feel more connected to because there are many so you will often find that heathens may have two or three that they connect with a lot stronger than others they they may be able to work with many mm-hmm. but they may find that they have particularly strong ties to one or two or three of the the, the whole pantheon okay so being a heathen for me is the faith with the homework right it means uh there is a lot of information out there. Okay. Um, we don't have one particular set text. Mm-hmm. There's no... So there's no, like, Bible or Quran or There's no for... Torah or Bible or Quran that everybody reads from okay. and can reference. So if you have one Catholic priest, he can go to a um, Carmelite monk and know which Bible verse they're talking about and then talk about the interpretation of that. Okay. What we have is a collection of writings. Mm -hmm. They're often written down a lot after the fact. They're often written down by people who aren't uh, from that culture. So when you do read historical accounts, the saga books, uh, of which there are many, um, you have to keep into your head that there may be bias in the writers of those books and that the sagas aren't all written by one person. So as well as the sagas, we have two documents, uh, the prose edda and the poetic edda. So they are documents that help us understand what the 
the past people's relationship was to those deities, but again, you've got to watch for the bias. So these are these are documents that are written. <clears throat> the, these are not sort of directly from the gods, as, as some religions would mm, would argue. No. That these are these are stories of people and how they lived and. Yeah. Well, yes. Some of the sagas, if you look at the Icelandic sagas, there, and the Edda, and the what they call the myth cycles. So there are short stories of the exploits of the gods, of the things they get up to, and you can string them all together into a huge big narrative mm. uh, called the myth cycle. And it starts from the creation of the universe. Okay. In the beginning, there was fire, and in the beginning, there was ice. And it goes all the way through the gods. Uh, the, there's a, a war between two sets of gods right at the very beginning. There's the building of Asgard, um, and the building of Asgard's walls is one of my favourite pieces from that, from the myth cycle. Asgard is the home <clears throat> of the gods. Asgard is one of the nine realms. Okay. So uh, we are on Midgard, one of the other nine realms. Um, and I know, <clears throat> see, I have, I, I have points here because I know that Midgard is the basis for means Middle Earth, basically, doesn't Middle it? Middle Earth. So that's the, yes. That's the basis for that. Uh, uh, for, uh, like the Tolkien folklore yes. of Middle Earth. Yes. <clears throat> I mean, he, Professor Tolkien, was a professor of Anglo-Saxon studies. Mm. He rocked the Anglo-Saxon studies. The Anglo-Saxon understanding of uh, of their gods, their cosmology, is very, very close to the Norse gods and cosmology, okay. so much so that a lot of it parallels. Mm. Some of it is very different because they are, uh, well, more than two distinct cultures. Mm. The Vikings are not all one homogenous unit that all go to schools and speak one language and dress a certain way. They are dozens of disparate groups of people that have a collective understanding. So a little bit like the Celts, where where we tend yes. to we <clears throat> tend to refer to Celtic culture and Celtic this and Celtic that, and in actual fact there were there were quite a lot of you know deeply interacting but but quite distinct cultures. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I've forgotten where I was now. Where was I? Midgard. Thank you. Midgard. Good place to start. Mm-hmm. It's one of the nine realms. Mm-hmm. Asgard is um, another one of those nine. So the myth cycle, the big one, goes from the creation of Asgard all the way through to um, the Ragnarok, the end of days. And this, this I've heard of. Yes. And quite strangely, it also details what happens after the end of days which a lot of... There's an after the end of days? There is an after the end of days. The, a lot of world mythologies will detail creation to destruction, if you like. Okay. But the myth cycle looks at what happens after the Ragnarok is finished mm. and where the world begins again. Okay. For me, it's an understanding, that whole understanding of cosmology very much resonates with how I see the world. Okay. So that's a big part of why I practice this faith. Hmm. All right. So it's sort of so it's sort of reflective of kind of what you see around you. For me, yes. <laughs> yeah, I can understand the world I see very much in those terms. Okay. So that becomes a, I mean there are other things as well, but that's um, without going into all the UPG stuff just for now. Yeah, yeah. That would be a big part of why I see the world the way I do and a big part of why why I will call myself even Okay, so just to sort of summarise then, so we're talking about the the, 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 the sort of religious and cultural traditions <clears throat> coming from the Northern European Scandinavian cultures particularly, so when, yes. I, when I think of Vikings, this is basically 
who we're talking about. Yes. Um, and down into sort of North Europe, uh, and it's the, the 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 sort of gods and the stories and the mythology and legends and so on that are around uh, that are associated with those. Yeah, I mean that's that's a background part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. That's more sort of the historical archaeological side of it. Okay. But um, heathenry is a living faith. It's a faith that's very much alive in the world today with people uh, now looking at that faith and living the values that that faith embodies the best way that they can do. So maybe in the next episode along we can delve a little bit into looking at the value shift between the cultures that had the understanding then and me now because there's a wee bit of a difference. Well, we're talking about... trousers, for one thing. (laughs) (laughs) So hopefully in the last sort of 20 minutes, give or take, we've looked at some of the most prominent documents in heathenry. They're not all of them. Mm-hmm. Hopefully in some of the future episodes, we'll go through some of them in a little bit more detail. Yeah. Um, so we've mentioned the Eddas, we've mentioned the Sagas, we mentioned the Havamal, but in a punchline. Yes. So we'll definitely do that later on. That's true. A, a, a sort of little guide to etiquette. It is. It is. It's a, a lovely guide to etiquette where a lot of the major values are found in that document. Okay. So I figure we'll probably wrap it up there for today mm-hmm. on account of we, you know, just taking it steady to start with. Yeah, and, absolutely. Uh, it is the one with the homework and we kind of don't want to overload people in the first two episodes. Yeah, so we'll, uh, we'll, we'll wrap it up there. Do you just want to explain how people can contact you if they want to? Um, if you want to find me online, you can find me on Twitter or you can find me on uh, the Wonders of Facebook. Excellent. Um, in the wild and, and, and implausible event anybody might want to contact me, uh, you can find me on Facebook and Google Plus as Kate Coldwind and on Twitter as pretty much the same. Um, I do have an app, one of those app, funny little handle username things. Mm-hmm. But I'd have to spell it out, and it's too much complicated. It'd be fine. Too much complicated. Too much complicated. <laughs> so, wishing to avoid any much, any much more complicated. Any much more complicated. Uh, okay. We'll we'll say good night here. Um, we will. Good night. Good afternoon. Good morning. Wherever you happen to be listening. Yes. And we'll talk to you next time. See you next time.